0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: In this town, there is no offseason. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and
0: Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, Daryl Ryder, Andy Baskin with you, talking some Browns, as we always do. Reminder, mobile sports betting finally legal here in the state of Ohio. BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's winners by heading to BetQL.com or downloading the BetQL app and claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3, the fan for exclusive sportsbook offers
1: he is there a writer I'm Andy Baskin still talking about Joe Thomas who had a chance to talk to me so what did Joe talk about with the media uh this week
0: well I mean a lot of it was you know kind of rehashing just you know how everything went down with the door knock and uh the emotions uh of of the weekend and trying to recover uh from all that uh having yet to figure out who's going to present him um in Canton um you know he he, uh, so yeah, we, we just kind of covered, you know, a lot of the, you know, we, we, ch- we try not to make the guy, gri- the guy cry. Let's just put it that way. We almost did accidentally. We almost did make him cry, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was good to hear from him. Um,
1: I mean, did he get any more specifics or, I mean, and it's gotta be well, weird. It, I mean, like, what was like, a, it was a Skype conference call. Yeah. Here,
0: here's how this goes. So, uh, it was a zoom call. Basically, was with, with the like Zoom calls. We get like two questions. So right. I, I got two questions. Is Everyone this just Browns
1: beat reporters? Two, Daryl? Yeah. Just Browns, okay.
0: Yeah. So uh, here, why don't we do this uh, for you? Uh, I'll just uh, go ahead and play uh, the two questions that I got in uh, with Joe for you now. Hey, Joe. First off, uh, congratulations. Uh, well deserved. How, I guess, overwhelming has it been the last couple of days? I imagine the phone calls, the text messages, the DMs have uh, really blown up. Just what has been the, uh, I guess, the the reception and the outpouring uh, of support uh, that you've uh, received since uh, it was announced?
2: Yeah, it's been incredible um i've never had so many text messages in my inbox usually i'm the type of person that tries to be really responsive and get back to people within 24 hours that's kind of what i try to do is, is as long as i have my phone or i'm you know not hunting in the woods and then i don't want to talk to anybody but um i usually try to get back to everybody but the first night i had over 300 messages when i started responding and then <laughs> the time i re- spent like two and a half hours responding I was back over 300 and then I realized I was missing like important things like oh here's your tickets for the Super Bowl this is what time you have to be there for the shuttle tomorrow and then I realized okay I really need to prioritize rather than just going in order I need to like kind of sift through these messages and find out all right what are what are the things that I have to know for tomorrow and then try to get back to those and then get back to everybody else hopefully by uh, the time I get back to Wisconsin so um it's certainly been a little bit overwhelming emotionally at times walking up onto the stage Friday afternoon for the Merlin Olson luncheon when they announce us as Hall of Famers. And there's like 70 Hall of Famers that are back and they're all in their gold jackets and they announce your name. They show the knock video and all of a sudden you see, you know, 80 legends of the game. Many of the faces that were guys that you cheered for and that you idolized as a kid. They're standing up and they're clapping for you and you have to walk this little walk up onto the stage and you get to ask a question remember my knees just crumbling and going weak. And I was just so overwhelmed with emotion in that moment that uh, I lost like dexterity and the ability to think of what I was trying to say. And I probably didn't say anything that made any sense in that moment. But it's one of many overwhelming emotional moments that I had in the last week.
0: You've had so many teammates over the years. I, I know we joke about the quarterback thing uh, often. Um, I think I saw you spend some time with Colt McCoy recently. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of curious, you know, because some of those guys, they just weren't here long enough for you really yeah. to have any type of a, a meaningful relationship with them. But I am kind of curious, you know, how many of those guys have you kept in touch with over the years and how many have, you know, reached out to congratulate you and uh, thank you for keeping their blind side clear? Sure.
2: Yeah, there's actually been a ton of them that have reached out since the announcement happened on Thursday night. And I think that's one of the cool parts of being an inducted to the Hall of Fame is you start hearing from a lot of guys that maybe you haven't heard from in a while. Um, and it triggers a lot of cool memories from your time together. You know, maybe it wasn't always on the field on Sundays with a win, but it was memories in the locker room or the weight room or or maybe a dinner that you went to with them and and their wife or like with me and colt we became such good friends because we're both kind of country boys and we'd spend the off season hunting and fishing together and then our wives became good friends and um him being the backup quarterback for the cardinals this season he was like a mile down the road from where we had our rental house last weekend and so my oldest daughter logan turned 10 on friday and they threw a birthday party for her because we both have four kids that are pretty similar in age um so it, it, it was great having the opportunity to, to share my hall of fame moment with not only my kids and my wife and my family um, but a lot of people that were there in Arizona that I played with um, but also people that were just watching back home and being able to make those connections and have them reach out and, and kind of talk to them and just catch up with a lot of those guys and and remember some of the more positive memories that we had together as teammates.
1: But it was really interesting. I I didn't realize the Colt McCoy um, friendship that 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 he had with him. And I mean, you really think about it. You know, Colt changed the game when it came to concussions and the way that we see things. And Colt's dad, you know, stepping out and saying something. His dad stepping up and saying, "How did you put my kid back out on the field when he was there?" And and to know that um, that that relationship lasts. Because I mean, Daryl, you know as well as I do. Sometimes you'll run into guys years later no matter what sport and you'll be like hey do you still talk to so-and-so and they're like "I, dude i haven't talked to him in 10 years i haven't talked to him in 15 years so i think when you hear professional athletes say that they still talk to to guys um that means their their friendship had to have been really special because i mean i just know off the top of my head guys that play for the indians that like i'll i talk to them more than their teammates do like brian anderson you're know, like i still talk to him all the time but you ask him, Hey, do you, have you talked to so and so who you played with? And he's like, Dude, just, you know, his life went one way, mine went the other. I like, I'll never forget that first year that, like, I was traveling with the Indians. There was a pitcher who got cut, um, like halfway through the season because he had a tantrum. It was crazy. I mean, it was, he was probably like the last reliever on the team, but I was friends with him. And it was early in the season, actually. And he got called up and he made the team. And, um, uh Eric Wedge had called him into the office and said, hey, we're going to send you back down to the minors here for a little bit. And he freaked out like he went nuts and started throwing baseball bats and stuff. And we never saw him again. And I remember turning to somebody else who was on the media staff that worked for the same company that I did. And I'm like, oh, my God, did you hear what happened? So and so Um, he's gone. And the guy looked at me and he goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, I thought he was on the team, you know, and he was just like. Dude, if you get too close to these players or you get to know these guys the way you, you think that you're you're going to get your heart broken about 50 or 60 times a year. Um if you really want to get to know somebody, know the front office and know the coaching staff cuz odds are they're going to be here much longer. And I, that was like a lesson that I learned. So whenever I hear a story like that with Joe Thomas saying talking about Cole, it always just kind of like, wow, that must have been a special friendship because they just don't exist.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, n- nobody lasted here in Cleveland when Joe was here like like honest to goodness I think maybe Joe batonio might be his longest tenured teammate four seasons like because there's just been there was just so much change uh when he was uh here and that's I think also what makes his career so remarkable. Um, you know, we, we, we've we kind of talked about it, but yeah, so like I, I was only one
1: other player I can think of that might have been here long enough to that he would have known. And So, Boston Ryan Pomprion was here from 03 to oh. 11. So
0: oh, the, yeah, the long snapper, the long
1: snapper, because long snappers are hey. the guys that stay forever.
0: That's Butch why they're Davis. always the union reps. Butch Davis drafted a pro bowler, Ryan. There Pomperion. you go.
1: Good job, Butch. <laughs>
0: true story Charmed but yes there- on, that, on that zoom call i just i wanted to ask stuff that hadn't been asked that he hadn't been asked 150 million times in his media tour and i wanted to get something different out of him than him just like re you know rehashing things that he had said either on uh, other shows or press conferences press junkets or whatever and I, you know uh, I'm appreciative that he he gave me two really, really great answers he and did. offered uh you know some detail that he hadn't shared you know him talking about the the luncheon where he just you know was just overcome and you know nearly lost his his balance being up there in the presence of of all those hall of famers and realizing that he's now in that club and then him talking about his uh you know his friendship and relationship with uh you know Colt McCoy. One of uh twenty different starting quarterbacks that uh, you know he blocked for. So I mean that's that's the thing that you y- you have to do sometimes because poor Joe, as I mentioned earlier, Andy, like he's talked out, like he's done a billion interviews and answered a billion questions he's had uh I thought Tom Withers had a great line during the Zoom call he said let me be the 10,363rd person to congratulate you <laughs> on making it to the Hall of Fame which I thought was pretty funny um but uh yeah so I, i'm glad that i was able to get a little different flavor out of him uh and and that was uh you know the great thing about Joe and we'll talk about it in the next segment um, and, and, and what I uh, appreciated most is uh, the volume of insight he was always willing uh, to give us. And I will share with you a secret of covering an NFL locker room as well.
1: Well, there we go. It's all next on It's
0: Always giving.